on, everyone? This is your man, Daniel T. Adams of PerhapsToday.net, and I'm super glad that you have joined us for this newest podcast on gentleness. So as you know, we are going through a podcast series. It's a nine-part series looking all about the fruit of the Spirit. We talked last time about self-control. Now we're going to look at gentleness. If you have not yet seen the videos at the website of how we actually put these photo manipulation, surreal photographs together that actually depict the podcast lesson, please make sure you visit perhapstoday.net and check those videos out. But for those of you listening on Spotify, just look at the thumbnail image for this podcast and you will see the final picture so you can look at it and have a reference of what we're talking about in the podcast. So with no further ado, let's go ahead and get on in to the Gentleness Podcast. And here we are into the speed art portion of the video, which I must say is my favorite portion because this is the time where we take an expedition into God's Word. Thank you so much for sticking around. I am Daniel T. Adams. Really looking forward to going into part two of the nine-part series that we are looking at on the fruit of the Spirit. This section of the Bible it can be found in the book of Galatians chapter five. And if you remember from the last video, we started looking at self-control. Today, we're looking at gentleness. So as you can see the picture here that I started putting together when I sat down to do this speed art, I had an idea in mind, but you'll notice it's a kind of a flowery garden. It's nice and peaceful and relaxing. And I think uh, that kind of encompasses what the Christian church viewpoint world of gentleness is, is we think it's just this calm and, and just let everyone just walk all over you and just be this passive person. But I think uh, as you see in a minute here, the background picture changes. And I think it's kind of uh, poignant to the concept of gentleness isn't really what we think it is uh, in in today's society, where it's just kind of just meek and just let anyone do everything passive person. Uh, now, yes, the word gentleness does mean meekness and humility, uh, and it's used many times in the New Testament to describe humbleness or humility or gentleness or meekness, uh, but there's something more poignant that I really hope we learn about the word gentleness, and I think we can look at that by looking at the uh, book of James, chapter 1, verse 19. I'd like to read this to you real quick. It says, my dear brothers, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. For man's anger does not bring about the righteous life that God desires. Therefore, get rid of all moral filth and the evil that is so prevalent and humbly accept the word planted in you, which can save you. So to take a quick, very quick overview look of what we just read, James is telling us to take note of this. That means pay attention. Don't ignore this. This is not something to blow off. This is really a point he's about to make that's super important. And what is he saying? He's saying everyone should be quick to listen, meaning we've got to be alert and aware of our surroundings and not just blow off an emo blow up an emotion, but to really be uh, cognizant of what's going on around us. And the next point shows that as well is to be slow to speak. How many of us are just so quick when things don't go our way just to blur, open our mouths and blurt out whatever we want because we just get angry and we want things our way and it's got to be our way. But you know what? Life is not full of pretty flowers to tiptoe through. Life is a city and a world in decay. Life is, is this place of cold, stormy destruction. And as you're seeing from the picture how the background has changed, is you have to understand these uh, facets of life are coming after you. You want to claim the name of Jesus in your life. 
and you want to start having self-control in your life, meaning you're refraining, if you remember from last week's picture, if you're refraining that sinful nature and you're, you're dying and crucifying to the desires and passions that you want, that's in your agenda and your plan and you're refraining all of that and living in the new creation made in Christ and breathed into you by the Spirit of God, then the enemy that's out there that's causing this destruction and this chaos is going to have you in his crosshairs. And how are we going to respond? With emotion? With anger? Are we going to shut our ears and stop listening to the will of our Father and instead start to just blurt out whatever we want from our mouths and anger? Because that's the next part after the be slow to speak. It's and to be slow to become angry. Now, it's interesting. It doesn't say don't become angry. It says don't have anger. It doesn't say that. It says be slow to become angry. Why? For man's anger. I want you to catch that for man's anger does not bring about the righteous life that God desires. So is it wrong to have anger? Well, if it's man's anger, that does not please God. But let's look at the example of Jesus when he went into the temple courts and he saw that they were defiling his father's house to to be able to rip people off and just fill their own pockets when they should have been there to counsel people and lead people to understand that the sacrifices they were preparing for was to point them to who the Messiah was going to be. And the Messiah was right there in their midst and they didn't see it because they were too busy trying to fill their pockets. And so in the will of God, he went in there. And what did he do? Was he just passive Jesus? No, he went in over and he turned the tables. Some people would say, well, he lost gentleness. Well, if he lost gentleness, then he's stepping out of the will of God and therefore he must have sinned. But we know he didn't sin. So did he step out of gentleness or does gentleness not mean what we think it means? So when we're looking at the humility part of gentleness, gentleness is a word of balance. It's a word of knowing when to respond one way and when to respond another way. But how do you know which way to respond? It's because it's the humility and it's the meekness of knowing the will of God and being humble and submissive to it. Gentleness is an attitude of the spirit by which we accept God's dealings with us as good. And we don't sit there and try to resist them or dispute them or fight them on it. Do you ever find yourself in that place where you're just fighting God and fighting God and fighting God? And you're saying, well, God, you know, I need your help and he's offering you help, but it's not in your way. So what do you do? You fight him on it. That's the old joke of of the man who is, you know, in a flood and and he's the waters are rising. So he climbs to the roof of his house and he's saying, God, come save me. And all of a sudden, uh, you know, a boat comes by and says, hey, jump on. He says, no, no, you go on. I'm God's going to save me. And the waters keep rising and now it's up to the rooftop. And, you know, maybe a helicopter comes by and and says, come on, we'll get you out. And he says, no, no, God will save me. And they shoo the helicopter on by. Well, eventually the house fills with water and is covered up with water and he drowns and dies and he, he goes to heaven and says, God, why didn't you save me? I, I, I believed you were going to do it. I trusted in you. And he said, well, I sent you a, a boat and a helicopter. How often are we fighting God in our life? Because we want things in our way. The key to gentleness is the balance. It is a word of balance of knowing the will of God and therefore knowing how to respond in a situation. That is why it is crucial to understand self-control and it is crucial to be practicing self-control in your life through the power of the Spirit to have the self-control to refrain the sinful nature so you can be focused on the will of God and not the will of your sinful nature And so that you can know the purpose that you have and live in that purpose. As you see in the picture, there's destruction going on. There's chaos going on. 
And you have this woman sitting there in the middle of this storm. And she's got the word of God because she's being submissive to it. Because that's all that matters in life is the word of God. As the rains come, and they will come. As the storms come, as the winds blow, as the chaos of life erupts all around, how are you going to react? Do you know how to? Do you know what your purpose is? I have this adorable little puppy, and I love him so much, and he's just so cute and adorable. I could just hug him up and, and love up on him, and, and I just love to cuddle him and play with him, and he's just so loyal and so good and just always puts a smile on my face. But one day I was sitting there, and I was playing with him. He was so cute, and he heard someone outside the house, and he darted up from our playing, and he got to the door, and his teeth were bared, and he was ready for battle because he knows his purpose. That gentleness of the puppy didn't go away. The gentleness is knowing his purpose of being a protector of the house. And therefore, when somebody was here that should not have been there, he was ready to defend the house. But you have to know your purpose. You have to know the will of God. Because there is an enemy who will try to stop you from your purpose and your destiny. And he'll bring storms. And he'll bring the lightning and the rains and the destruction of everything you love. See, people love big cities. People love going there. They bring, you know, economic pleasures and they bring all of these opportunities. And people love the big cities. What happens when everything that you love and hold on to so dear is being destroyed? Because the enemy will come after everything you think you love and hold dear and near to your heart. Now, as you see here, there's a picture of the same woman, but it's a different pose, not affected by the rains, not drenched as the first picture was, but holding a sword. And what you're going to see here in a moment is that this is actually the shadow put on the ground at the feet of the woman on the bench. Because as she's submitting to the word of God in gentleness, in the meekness that we all know, there's still the warrior that's there and is ready to make a stand when the will of God calls her to it. Are we ready with that kind of gentleness in our life? To be the example of gentleness. But what is the example supposed to be? To be the example of following the will of God. If we claim to be followers of Jesus, then we need to be followers of his will. And how do we find it? In his word. At that last part of James that we read, he says what? Therefore, get rid of all moral filth and the evil that is so prevalent. There's your self-control. And humbly, that's your word of gentleness. Accept the word planted in you which can save you the word of god is there it's been planted in you you have it it's a seed will you water it will you follow it will you bring light to it through the spirit of god and let it grow and produce a crop that people can see and see the gentleness paul says let your gentleness be evident to all that means people should know you are submissive to the will of god well, thanks so much for tuning in. As always, my name is Daniel T. Adams, and it is my privilege and my honor to take you through this expedition of God's Word. And perhaps today, that is what we are about. We are a community striving to take a deeper look into God's Word to better understand our Lord and God. Not just so we have a knowledge, but so that we can apply that knowledge to our life. So if you are in need of prayer, please reach out to us on the site at perhapstoday.net. Let us know how we can better serve you through prayer. Or perhaps you know someone who could maybe benefit from the message you've heard in today's podcast. Please uh, share this with them. Share the Speed Art videos through the website. These messages are meant to be shared and we will share it because we are the church. Thank you so much. God bless. I